Hey there, beautiful souls. I'm Colleen Lockoff. And I'm Meredith Lockoff. And welcome to Spiritual Sisters with Sass, the podcast where two sisters with a passion for spirituality and a touch of sass come together to explore the exciting world of self-improvement. That's right, Colleen. We embarked on this incredible journey together, diving into different self-improvement techniques, yoga practices, and a whole array of life experiences. Yeah, and through it all, we've managed to create lives that are abundant, happy and constantly evolving. It's been a wild ride, hasn't it, Meredy? You bet, sis. We've got two very different perspectives on life, but that's what makes this podcast so special. I'm all about diving in head first into life's adventures and embracing every challenge with a bit of sass. Well, Colleen here, she's got her own unique approach. Yep, that's me. And I'm all about the yoga, mindfulness, and finding my zen. And together we make the perfect balance. So whether you're looking for some wisdom, a few laughs, or just some heartfelt stories, you're in the right place. We're here to share our personal experiences and insights with you, all while exploring the wild and diverse world of self-improvement. Grab your headphones and get ready for a fantastic journey with us. Spiritual Sisters with Sass is here to uplift, inspire, and keep it real. Thanks for tuning in, lovely listeners. Let's dive in spirit and sass. Here we go. So welcome everyone to today. I have two questions for you. Do you know what it feels like when you're really afraid to do something and then you do it anyways and exactly what you thought was going to happen, what you were worrying about was going to happen, happens? Also, have you ever had that feeling where you're really afraid to do something and yet you feel like it's something that you need to do? And then you do it and it works out sometimes even better than you ever could have imagined. And today, that's exactly what we're going to talk about, you guys. We're going to talk about the fear and doing things anyways, regardless of what the outcome is going to be. For me, I call it failing forward. But we're talking about this today because of the fact that I am in a place where now in my life, I typically will feel fear. And that usually immediately means to me, okay, Mary, step forward and do this. Regardless of failing, you need to do it. The reason you're feeling that resistance is because you need to do it. So the reason that we're having this conversation today is because I have found a coach, a business coach that I would like, he's a business and personal coach. And I feel like I would like to work with him. I'm super nervous about it because it's a significant amount of money monthly to pay out to this person. Um, and my fear of course is substantiated with ex previous experiences. And so that fear of mine is what do I do if he, I accomplish nothing with this? Because in my past, I worked with a coach that cost me $20,000 over $20,000 Canadian I ended up spending two hours with him, two, and I got nothing out of it. And when Lynn and I were talking about this before the show started, we were like, okay, stop. Cause we have to talk about this during it. What did you say to me though, Lynn? You, she doesn't remember. You, you said, but you knew you shouldn't be working with him before you even right. started. Right. Because of an experience that we had had with another coach that worked with him as well. And that we really weren't in alignment with each other. Whereas this new coach, I feel like there's not a lot of questions and we always use, we always resort back to money. I don't want to spend the money. That's my easiest out when I'm scared of something. 
So and then and then time is number two. Number one is money. Time is number two. I don't have the time because you've yeah, already gone there, course. haven't you? <laughs> yep, I already did. I did. When him and I are talking, um, I was doing the discovery call and I was like, I think I should probably wait till May because I'm about to head into my busiest season. And literally he called me out immediately and was like, so it tells me you're not very serious about accomplishing your goal. And I was like, I knew he was going to say that. And so I more or less have already committed to this. But I told him, call me Monday and I will give you my card number because I needed to look at my finances. I needed to look at which card I'm going to use for this, that type of thing. And so he was like, okay, literally with that kind of tone. And I was like, shit. And so I did have the one question for him. And again, I feel like the universe has aligned all of this because him and I are very in alignment. Um, I was telling Lynn about how this all kind of came to be. And I've told her before, I feel like when I sometimes sign into like Instagram, like I try not to scroll. I don't scroll Facebook at all. If for some reason you're at the top of my Instagram, then I will, or my, my Facebook, then I'll comment or like, or something, but I usually don't scroll Facebook at all. It got too controversial during COVID. And so Instagram is photos, videos, I will scroll that if I feel like it, it often is to give me ideas for content or whatever, but somehow I ended up on this guy's page and I don't know how many times I've opened Instagram, like yesterday, two days ago, I'm having a conversation with my best friend and I literally was saying all these things and we were talking about my dating life and how I've decided I'm not going to go back on the dating sites that it's either going to come to me over the next couple months or in April, at the end of April, I'm going to hire a matchmaker because of what I'm looking for. And as I say this to her, after I'm done talking to her, I open Instagram and there's a post that comes up and I'm going to read you guys the post because I literally sent it to my best friend saying, holy shit, look at the universe talking to me because I opened it. Okay. And here it is. It says alignment bomb. When the universe holds off on delivering you your desires for the purpose of surprising you with an epic unexpected windfall of everything working out at once, like boom, here you go. Love you. Bye. So I opened my Instagram and that is the first post at the top of my Instagram. And I was like, dude. And so I send it to her and she's like, holy shit. This guy was the same as that to me. This guy literally just all of a sudden showed up in my Instagram. And I was like, okay, I'm following. It is what it is. I'm following. Cool. Then two days ago, no, I'm going to say it was on the weekend. Maybe somehow I end up on his profile in his link tree. And then tapping on one-on-one -on -one coaching. I don't even remember how I ended up down this road. And now I'm filling out his application form. And it was because I started scrolling through his stuff. And yeah, he's got these testimonials. And the testimonials are like, I went from $1,000 a month to $15,000 a month. I went from $10,000 a month to $50,000 a month. I went from this to that within a month of working with this guy. Lots of people have these testimonials. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I keep scrolling. And then I get into where he actually describes it. And he's starting to talk about blockages, energy blockages, and your healing and your spirituality and all these things. And I just felt so interconnected with this person that I was like, I'm filling out his application form. And I was telling Lynn that in his application form near the bottom, it literally says, check here to agree that if you book a call or if I reach out to you to contact you and you do not reach back out, we will never work together because you don't respect my time. And then I almost deleted a message in that conversation or in that the next day when they actually reached out to me because I had gotten a bunch of weird phone numbers that are just like, you know, the random BS texts. And as I went to delete it, I split it back and was like, wait, what is this? And I tapped on it and it was the guy reaching out for this coach. And it just like, it's so for me, it feels like the universe has like literally put this in my face, but my fear is surfacing a hundred percent. Do I do this? What if it doesn't work out? What if I'm spending more money that I don't technically have? Should I really even do this? Do I have the time to do this? Which of course are our two number one reasons for excusing our things. Just like if you had a coach reach out to you and say, hey, I'd like to help you. And yes, I'm using this, but I'm saying like, for example, Lynn, if she reached out to you and said, hey, I could help you with some personal coaching, we will immediate result to, well, how much money is it? Then, oh, well, I don't know if I have that time. And literally the guy called me out and was like, you don't have 30 minutes. And I was like, well, no. I could make it, but also I'm doing teacher training with friction yoga. 
which is 200 hours. And I'm doing tax season where I already work 10 to 12 hours a day. And I have bookkeeping clients that I need to take care of. And I have bookkeepers and I have nine locations. And the guy's like, and you have 30 minutes to scroll Instagram to be on here talking to this guy, which means you have 30 minutes to talk to me. And I was like, shit. So Lynn, give some feedback on what you hear coming out of my mouth with this and my excitement and nervousness. <laughs> I, well, uh, you know, one of the first thing that you said was time commitment, 52 weeks, he wants to work with you. And then the next piece that you said was I'm spending X amount of dollars. What if I just head into another situation where it doesn't benefit me in any way? And so one of the things I do first and foremost, as a coach working with people, you know, it, it's really not necessarily about me. I have a coach. She just had her husband sign up or us. Uh, I have a, a client. She just had her husband sign up with me. I've coached her daughter and I coached her and um, she, I, I, she's, I mean, she's number one word of mouth, right? I have, yeah. she's had two people sign up with me as friends. Like you need to talk to Colin. Um, <laughs> and those relationships have all turned out of benefit to the people doing the work because they've heard these great things and then they come and work with me. And she was saying, I'm so excited for you to work with my husband. You change lives. I know you don't like to hear that. And it's not that I don't like to hear that. It's just that I'm not going to take that on because if it didn't we work, then you would blame me. Yes. <laughs> we provide information. And you take the action. Exactly. And so I say this about yoga too, because a lot of people come to teacher training and they say, um, oh, yoga changed my life. And I'm like, if yoga changed your life, like yoga would, we would have world peace because yoga would yeah. change everybody's life. But yoga doesn't do anything you do. You choose yoga every day or every other day or a few days a week or one time a month, but you're choosing it. And therefore you changed your own life. Yeah. And so and when it comes to this, then I kind of called you out a little bit like, okay, yeah. And when people say that to me, I'm like, well, if that, if it didn't work out, that's not on me. You're the one guiding the fucking sessions. You're the one that's like, what is it that you want? It's the first question I ask. And it's a question I ask over and over again. I have a client since basically I started coaching in 2017 and we still, I'll say, what do you want? She's like, <laughs> because it always comes back to that what do you want what do you want from this session today what do you want from your life what do you want from your bank account like what do you want from your friends what do you want from your partner because if you're unclear then what the fuck do you think they are mm -hmm. so I put it back on you and then you I believe that you take a lot of personal responsibility so you said yeah and you know, with this one coach, like literally nothing happened and I kind of knew it. I'm like, that's, that's it though. You knew not to work with him. There was nothing about him that was interesting to us ever. Even when I, she was our coach and she yeah. would constantly talk about him and we'd watch and I'd be like, no, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> not interesting. And when I watch his shit on, on Facebook or when I watched him, like even he was on the secret the movie The Secret and even in there I found nothing interesting about him but he had so many testimonials and the coach Jen Sincero wrote a fucking book about him and of yet course. I had no result and yes. and that being said another piece of that too is that not that I didn't do the work but that the work wasn't being made clear to me is how I want to say it and I repeatedly went back to him and kept saying like I need more clarity on this. I need more information on this because I don't understand where the block is here, but he wouldn't help me work through that because I'd already had my two hours with him. And so that part for me was really hard because I do, if I understand, I run with it. If I don't understand, how am I supposed to fix it? Right. And I feel like I will do the work that you give me no matter how hard it is. As I say that, there's this piece inside of me that's like, until it's how hard though, Mayor? Because I get that. I do. 
And that's one of the pieces that the discovery coach that I was talking to said to me, he said, he's going to ask you some hard questions. He's going to dig into some stuff you don't want to dig into. And I'm, I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to it. There's not very often a time that I say no, when you're like, are you open to digging into that? And there's not usually a time where I'm not actually open to digging into it. There's very rarely a time. And even when I'm not open to it and I say I am, and we start digging into it and I feel unopen, I start to open up to it. I get used to the discomfort of it. So I feel like I'm ready for this step. And I do feel like there's almost anything I would do. And when I say almost anything, I won't go against my values, my morals, or my beliefs in order to accomplish that. But I feel like this guy is so in alignment with me that I won't have to go out of my morals, beliefs, or values to do this work. Well, also remember morals, beliefs, and values were taught to you. Behaviors. And that you will change your needs and or your values according to your needs, right? Most people say they're honest, but if you're pulled over and you have open alcohol, are you just going to be like, here? <laughs> I mean, I would, but I don't have alcohol in the car. <laughs> You know, like, and, and yeah, I see. But what will you lie and, uh, to get yourself to get out ahead. of the situation, right? To get ahead. Yeah, for sure. So, so and really, that's exactly. I, I think Go about ahead. this. Um, I watched a, a thing on Instagram. It was like with Carolyn Miss from like the 1980s. And she was talking about this exact piece here of like, um, of the fear and whether it's intuition and I think that that's really important. First and foremost, being of yogi descent, I think <laughs> that a lot of the time we're up in our heads, especially in modern day society, we're constantly going back and forth over and over again. Was that the right decision? Was it bad? Was this? Da, da, da. All these different stories, second guessing. In yes. fact, in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, it says, that rich people make decisions quickly and change their minds slowly, if ever. Uh, people that are not I successful. I may not be a rich person, but I do make decisions very quickly. And it takes me a little bit to change my mind. You have to convince me to change my mind. Celebration over here. <laughs> right. So that means like you're working with the coach and you're not changing your mind. So the, because it's within the first 60 seconds is what Napoleon Hill says. In the opposite, people that are not success, also AKA failures in the book, <laughs> um, make decisions slowly and change their mind quickly and all the time. And you said they make those decisions within 60 seconds. And I'm gonna tell you- 60 seconds, was... you know. Yeah, and here's the thing. I swear, I got on the call with this guy and like, I knew. I even in my head had that like, okay, if it's this much money, I'm going to do it. And then when he told me how much money it was, and it was like pretty much exactly what I said I would do. I literally was like, I feel like I don't have a choice now. I have to do this because you, everything aligned. You know, and that, that is the Carolyn Miss was talking about that piece of like, actually fear being the, like the message or the, the answer to move forward. Now, when you're in your head, there is all the second guessing, the questioning, looking with your five senses, thinking that what you see is real, even though it's not because you don't actually yeah. see with your eyes, you know, everything is vibrating atoms and we don't see that. So, and instead it's body. When you're connected and have a relationship with your body, you know, and that's where it comes from. If I ask you, you're knowing, where did it come from? Where would you point to on your body? My solar right. plexus. Not I here. Mean, no. Nobody ever points here because this is the head. This is the doubt. This is the questioning. This is the fear. Remember the mindset piece, the subconscious mind will only, uh, the conscious mind will only entertain thoughts of worry and doubt because at the base is fear. Yep. That's what you know. That's what you've been taught. And then your morals, values, and beliefs are all created from that space. So when he says he wants to do mindset work, he wants to dive into what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. what if what he's doing is still good and kind and for service? 
but is different than what you believe. Yeah. So I, uh, I think that um, in yoga, we learn about the koshas, something I wanted to talk to about forever. And the koshas, their thought is like these imaginary, um, these imaginary subtle bodies. Okay, we have five, we have five bodies that are housed within this body. Um, the first one is called Anamaya Kosha. So the Anamaya Kosha is your physical body. It's what you see right here. It's what I see on you. It's what we see on each other. It's our skin, our bones. Ana means food. Maya means made up of or illusion. So it's your body made of food, right? Okay. Like whatever you eat, it influences this body. A thousand percent. Right? So then when we go one layer um, below, it takes the same shape as the body above. We look at pranamaya kosha. So in, in yoga, they talk about prana and prana translates to life force. It's translated a lot to breath, but it's actually life force, that part of you. This is actually what a majority of Jehovah Witnesses believe as uh, where the spirit resides. That's why they don't do blood transfusions because our life force from my blood would go into your body. And that's like a, a carnal sin. Carnal? I think that's the word, right? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyways, so um, when we look at prana, that's not your soul. I mean, like this is what I found out translating East and West is actually... It's what keeps you alive. It's your life force. What is your life force? Well, it, they say it's in your breath. Yogis say it's in your breath. I was just going to say breath. Okay. That's where I feel it. So what comes in on your breath that keeps you alive? If you didn't have it for two minutes, you would die. Oxygen. The oxygen molecule. So oxygen is your life force. That's one of them. They say the next one comes from water. So if we look at your body in general, we have the cardiovascular system. And what's in that blood? What's on the blood cell? Oxygen. What happens? It's pumped throughout the body to every single cell in the body and fed oxygen. So next, we know that in order to stay alive, we, not, we need to have enough volume in the body to deliver the oxygen. So three days without water, you will suffer from something called hypovolemic shock. Or if you're bleeding out, you will suffer from hypovolemic shock and you will die because you do not have enough water or fluid in the body to deliver the food the oxygen to the cells so now we know prana oxygen water what's the next thing three weeks without food you die so we need nutrients from food and then the last piece the yogis talk about is vitamin d which is a building block for almost every process in your body so life force is nothing to do with your soul it's what keeps you alive so when we look at the second body being prana maya kosha and it fits right below this it takes the same shape as your anamaya kosha what the fuck your cardiovascular and respiratory system the air comes in through your lungs carbon dioxide leaves through your lungs there's an exchange that happens where the oxygen is then pumped throughout your body if you've ever seen the cardiovascular system, all the blood vessels in the body without the body, you'll see that you can see it's a human just because there's yeah. no skin on it or any bones yeah. depicted. You see it's a human. Next. There you go. Uh -huh. I have a book, even you guys, because <laughs> I'm doing my yoga teacher training and I feel like it's even in here that it shows you these things. It's so cool. So cool. Keep going. So next we have uh, what they call Manamaya Kosha. Manamaya Kosha fits within Pranamaya Kosha. It takes the same shape as the body above it. So what is man? Man means mind. So body made up of mind. Nervous system. I was just thinking that, okay. Right? You've got the brain and the spinal cord, but then you have all those nerves heading out to the body. If I dissolved your skin, your cardiovascular system, everything else within your body and just left your nervous system, I would know that it was a human standing there. Mm -hmm. So, Madamaya Kosha, mind body, let's look at this because 
this is not, this is this mind, the one that people point to. This is a mind that doesn't necessarily do thinking, but it repeats the bullshit that it was taught when it was three years old. This is where your wiring is. The way you think is an electrical impulse in your body. You can see it on an MRI. It lights up in different stages where you're thinking, right? And then it causes a physical reaction in your body. There's the manifestation physically. So thoughts yeah. are things. So Manamaya Kosha is actually where your emotions are. Manamaya Kosha is where your repeated patterns are, your beliefs, your values. Okay, your wait, behaviors, I have a behaviors, I have a personality. Question. Okay, so as we started this conversation, before we actually started recording, I was telling Lynn that like, I'm having some neck issues and I'm having a shoulder issue on my right-hand side. And then on Monday, I, on top of that, ended up having a left butt cheek issue or right butt cheek issue. All of my issues are on my right-hand side at the moment. Is this because of my beliefs? Is this the resistance that comes? Because, and, and again, when I feel resistance, I feel like I'm one of those people who's like, oh, resistance, time to jump in, let's do this. Is this my physical body pushing the energies of this out, like to help us understand I'm having a physical response on my right-hand side and no, not since this call. So on, I want to say on the weekend, I had this, I filled out the forms. On Monday, he texted me and on Monday is when my butt went. Okay. The shoulder went a little bit before that, but it hasn't been like a pain. It just is an, an annoyance. On Monday, he texted me. On Monday, I text, I, my butt went out. On Tuesday, I had the call. And la yesterday, that's when my neck started to really bother me. And the upper area really started to bother me, tying my shoulder into it. So let's talk about the physical that's happening because of the fear and resistance that I'm feeling. Because I feel like this is a really great place for people to understand how it all ties together because I even went to the chiropractor today and he's like Jesus Mary you haven't been like this in a long time and I'm like I don't know don't know what's going on and I'm struggling today with this pain in my upper body and my neck and yes I have been on my computer more and things like that but I haven't been struggling with it and I haven't been struggling with things in my life so let's talk about this all right. So when and if we were coaching, the first thing I would say to you is, have you looked at the spiritual significance of right shoulder pain? And then, of course, wherever else it is that you're feeling it. Okay. So I just did that. Oh, I haven't yet. So right. yes, I just did that in the background. And what came up was bracing for a blow. When we're under stress, we unconsciously hunch, twist in towards ourselves um, imagine uh, someone throwing a dodgeball at you. How would you protect yourself? You'd turn away from the impact, contracting yeah. your abdomen, curling around yourself. Instinctually, most of this do, do this, showing if there's an impact, it won't hit the heart. Literally, my physical reaction when you said, imagine a dodgeball. Are you watching this, Lynn? No. When she said, okay, so those of you guys who can't see, Lynn, I'd like you to describe this. When you said, imagine a dodgeball coming at you, this is my reaction. <laughs> so she's not even joking. Right, so my right, my right shoulder, shoulder forward. comes forward. My my body hunches to like, like I don't want to say fetal position, but like protect myself, almost crossing my arms. I turn my left butt cheek and left side or right side of my butt cheek, sorry, um, towards whatever's coming at me. I instantly have that like shoulder up ready for the blow. So this is a really, <laughs> this is how it always works out when I'm talking to someone, Isn't they're it? just like, oh, wait, what? Or they're like, no, I can't see that. And then I'm like, really? <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> I don't say that. I'm just joking. But I'm like, well, mm, that's interesting. Okay. Let's explore this deeper. <laughs> yes. Cause I literally, this is, I'm struggling. And as soon as I do that motion, I can see and feel where that pain is in my neck, lifting of my right shoulder, putting my shoulder up so that it gets hit, twisting my whole body so that because your butt can get hit and it's not going to hurt. So remember nervous system. I think we had a conversation on this, right? Nervous system 
is where the emotions kind of like are created, right? So what happens when we don't process our emotions because we're in fight or flight, right? And you are, I mean, you're, you're literally putting out stories like I'm about to become a shitty friend. Like, you know, you're in fight or flight because you're preparing to be really busy and go into work mode for the next, you know, three, four months. So you, on top of it, are just looking at letting somebody in and they're saying, we're going to talk about stuff that you don't want to touch on and you're bringing it up. I mean, so when you don't process your emotions, so this is bringing up all the unprocessed emotions. In yoga, we look at right and left side of the body. Okay. Right side is your dad's side. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. I remember Left telling dad, I'm like, dude, I've done so much work around mom, but I haven't done any work around you. I think it's time. And he's like, okay. <laughs> but like how, how much time have you spent processing mom stuff? Like your whole Years. life. Yeah. Right. And now we've got, we only dad's... really surfaced some of dad's stuff in some of our podcasts that really made me look at some of this shit. So yeah. Right. right. So Ooh, and as we say that, I'm also hearing inside this, like, and when he goes to bring it up, you're not going to want to have it surface. Right. Because I feel like, right. Because I feel like I have, I, I'm okay with, you know, like the, I don't have my mom's side. I've, I've come to that place. And now what if, now, again, this is that fear surfacing. What if you then don't have your dad, except that there's a bit, there's a significant difference here. And I'm aware of that. And so there's also the logic that starts to like play through for me that like, I can have these conversations with my dad openly and him own his shit and us be able to work through this. But like, there's that fear that surfaces of, well, what if you didn't have either of them? Right. So, so there's that like defense move again. And this is, so this is what I was trying to talk about with personal responsibility and then subconscious beliefs and relationship to body. When you have a relationship with your body, instead of being up here, oh God, what if it doesn't work just like the last one? Blah, 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 blah. Whereas if you shut the fuck up and you just feel, you can see that your body's talking to you. It's like, oh, I got all this shit here. We're not going to look at that. I'm about to be busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Those of you who can watch this and see your face when you did it, like literally how I feel inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when we don't process our emotions, the nervous system stores them in the fascial system. So we're about to get there as well with the next kosha, but really that's the opportunity, like injury, ailment, chronic disease. These are all opportunities to look. It's like the body that's being like, hey, feel. babe, like it's time. Like, come on. How's Listen. that helping your business? Yeah, literally. Right? And oh. for me, this is the, con we've had many of these conversations. For me, I manifest physically if I'm not listening. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. And so this time I'm listening before the headache sets in, which <laughs> yes. the headache hasn't set in because I'm going, okay, I see you. As we're talking, I'm feeling the tension start to like loosen up a little bit. Clearly I need to, walk in when we're done our podcast today and give the guy my card number and get moving on this yes yes and then I bet you my physical will be like Whew. here we go also I'm gonna go get a massage with my somatic healer who is next level fucking amazing but I yeah. feel like this is the physical manifesting to show me and this is my physical restriction and resistance yes do exactly what I need to do yes yes this is where your patterns are. Yep. So lovely Manamaya teaching. Um, next <laughs> body that fits within the other bodies and takes the same shape and form is the Vijnanamaya Kosha. So Vijna is more like wisdom, intellect. So when we have Vijnanamaya, that's the body that's made of the intellect. And in Western medicine, this is what I've done. I've connected Vijnana Maya Kosha to the fascial system. 
So within your body, you can even feel it, like whether you can see or not, what you do is go to your inner arm, because we usually have, you know, some some extra there. And I want you to pinch the skin, like just barely pinch the skin. Okay. And then start to move your fingers up the skin until you can't anymore because it stops you. Do you feel that? Yeah, there's okay. like it's, a, it's almost like thready in there. Yes, yes. That's your that's your fascia. That's your superficial fascia. If you've ever cut yourself open or seen someone cut themselves open and they have like this yellow kind of like fatty tissue that's hanging yes. out, that's the superficial fascia with the adipose tissue. They're interlocked within one another. It's a binding layer that binds the skin to the fascia below. It helps to create compartments. Um, it's actually like what's happening in your body. If this doesn't um, straighten out, what you're going to do is you're going to compensate and then you're going to have issues on the left side yeah. because the fascia on this side is being pulled. And so then it's going to eventually come here and then here. And this is how we end up chasing yeah. um, injuries. You don't get to the root body. of the problem. Yeah. You just end up chasing the, the residual. Like for example, mine is in my upper shoulder but it's going up into my neck, right? So the referral pain is in my neck, but the real problem is in my shoulder, right? So Vision of Mayakosha is that wisdom that's in your body. And this is why we want to create a relationship with our body. It's, it's very interesting because it's almost like counterintuitive because when I think of experience of my client's relationship with their body, first of all, they don't like it. It's physically not what they want it to be. So I left mine for years, years and years. It's not safe. That's it. Yep. It was too painful. Number, number two, there's pain. Chronic pain actually pushes you more into your head and away from your body, even yes. though that's your body talking to you. Yes. Anxiety, emotional disturbances, anxiety, et cetera is another way that we will leave or eliminate like our connection with the body because it's not safe, because it hurts, because it doesn't feel good. And because we don't like it, it's yep. wrong. So we go in our head and the more we're in the head, the more it's like, yeah, you're a fat piece of shit and your tits are saggy and you have stretch marks and like, you know, all of these things and like it hurts and it always hurts. And I'll just take more stuff to numb it. Where it's like, actually, if you did the opposite and you went into the body, started to create a relationship with your body, you would experience something different. Just like what just happened, what we were able to witness with you today in this moment, you were like, just oh, wait, like that was insight moment. Is yeah. this? Oh, and then we looked up. Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> my body was just talking to me and what am I doing I'm like I mean don't get me wrong a lot of the time we're just going and getting whatever it is we can to stop I went to pain. Cairo this morning yeah right? I went to Cairo this morning and I already have a massage book shut tomorrow. up body yeah piss me off body I got shit yeah. to do body so back <laughs> in the head I'm too busy for this shit <laughs> yes. body yes yet the body's like oh my god pick me pick me I got so much to tell you this is a, this is a yes <laughs> You need, you need to work with this guy. And then, but what, you're not here. You're here. You're like, I needed to stop. Okay. But what about this? But I don't have time, but I don't, I do have money, but I don't want to waste my money. Cause I've done this before. Okay. Talk to me next Monday. Yep. Cause I'll talk Guess myself out of call it. Today, bitches. Yes. <laughs> so that's vision on a Maya Kosha. Now think about a time where you've been in a situation Let's just say a bad situation, air quotes bad, in which you're like, I got to get out of here now. Something's watching me. Like, how do you know something's watching? But you know, because you can feel it. I had that hiking one time. I just fucking knew. We're in the middle of nowhere. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Something. I'm pretty sure it was a cougar because then there was a cougar yeah. killed actually not far from where we were hiking. And they were yeah. hungry that year because all the deers had been killed. All the deer had been killed and they were attacking humans, horses, whatever they could. So what was that? I mean, I used to be an ER nurse. We used to give out this newsletter and what they would talk about is like, congratulations to, you know, Cheryl this week for not believing the ECG, you know, the, the physical printout of somebody's heart 
and ordering, you know, the blood work and then getting another ECG, which then showed that the person was having a heart attack. She just knew what in her gut. Lots of people talk about the gut. Yeah. Right. It's also the heart too. It's, it's actually the body, not yeah. fucking, I knew here. No, no, no. And when I know, no, like intuition, intuitively know something, it's typically like, I want to say, I want to say here, but it's like here. Like it's in just below where my heart is and just above where my um, solar plexus is, which means the two of them coming together. Fire and Not literally, air. you just know. Yes. And I am very intuitive and I feel things really deeply and I get this I piece. I want to say everybody is intuitive. Everybody yes. is an empath. Everybody feels deeply. It's just a conditioned response to stop feeling because it hurts because yes. it's bad because yeah. we don't like it. So I'm going to drink. I'm going to yeah. do some drugs. Yeah. I'm going to take pain medication. Yes. I'm going to work out too much or I'm going to fucking run until I break my feet. Yep. Right. Literally until the, until something happens to you where you have no other choice to stop. And like, best friend is experiencing it right now. She just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing because she's not drinking and she's so proud of not drinking that she went straight into her addiction at the gym instead and spending two to three hours, which I've said to her, three hours is excessive. And now you're wasting your muscles. All that work that you put in for the first hour and a half to hour and 45 is now done for the next hour and 15 minutes. You've wasted it. And now you're destroying the muscle that you put effort into. So your addiction is taking over. And she was basically like, see my middle finger, take that and run away with it, Mary. <laughs> And then the other day she was lifting and fucked up her back. Hasn't yeah. been able to work out for almost three weeks and literally said to me, I'm not feeling the things that I need to feel. So I'm being forced to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. It's called being a dry drunk, actually. And it's very common because what's happening is the alcohol or the drug or the thing is being stopped, but the behavior is not. So the behavior is just yes. being pushed onto something else. And I'm not quite sure that I can stop being an addict I don't I don't know I'm still playing with this one um but what I know is that I'm like well I'm gonna be addicted to something what if I turn my attention to something that is healthy yeah that's why I'm running right now because the energy it's like it's gonna go somewhere but also in I... the way that you're doing it, it's, it, it has to be done in a healthy way. And even yes. with you, you've seen where like the words, like Lynn and I have had multiple conversations about her nutrition and mm -hmm. her running and the words that I said didn't register with her and she didn't listen. And then it got to a place where her physical body told her, guess what, bitch, you're not listening. And then someone else said the same words and it all kind of came together for her. Well, several several <laughs> it wasn't just one other it was like four or five and then being dizzy and sick and and working through it that's the piece so just to bring us back to Vishnana Maya Kosha when you have a really strong relationship with your body you know you already know we've already said this many times right you will just move forward with that piece now sometimes where I get confused is like what you were saying with wanting to coach with that person. You wanted to coach with that person, but there was something in you that knew like it wasn't the right thing to do, right? And so how can you start to see like what's intuition and what's ego? And yeah. again, back to the Carolyn Miss, she was talking about that there is a difference that you can feel if you tune into it clearly looking back you can see the coach was ego because you know our coach had gone to be I can't even remember how much she was his number one student yeah right she was high level coaching she was making I can't even remember a hundred thousand dollars a month dollars a month yeah right I mean she yeah. was great and she was so out ass. of alignment with us we both were just like what are you doing and then, and, then when we, and when we talked about it, we even during that conversation that you and I had, there was like this justification on my side saying, well, maybe it's different. And I don't like, where the fuck did that even come from? Right. I mean, some chick wrote a book about him. <laughs> like he has to be amazing. He has to be able to fix me. 
because <laughs> there's something wrong with me and I don't know. <laughs> so he will. <laughs> right. So yep. Carolyn Miss talked about like when you lean into it, there is like an ego aspect that doesn't feel good in the body. It doesn't feel right in the body. And in intuition, if you if you even think about it, the ego aspect is more motivated by fear. And the intuition aspect is more motivated by excitement. So one of the hard parts of that is like, those are the same kind of like healing your body. Yes. <laughs> like this if is a conversation my kid and I have all the time. He'll be like, I'm anxious. I'm like, or are you excited? Because the sensation within my body is the same. So like before I go dirt biking, I get this like anxious feeling. No, man, I'm so excited to go dirt biking. And then my brain takes that and goes, oh, but what if you crash? Oh, but what if this? Oh, but what if that? No, that sensation is I'm so excited to go do, do something I love to do. I love the sensation of my dirt bike. So you can feel the difference. This is, this is the work of having a relationship with your body. As a general, people that aren't in relationship with their body, we can see how anxiety and nervousness runs and feels the same as excitement. But you just pointed it out. You were like, my body feels super excited to go dirt biking. My mind says, but what if you crash? Feel that in your body. Just take a moment if you're open to it, okay? You're going to go dirt biking, right? Where do you feel it? What does it feel like? Yeah, Nerdy's like, like lifting up, I'm like she's in my floating. Like I'm so yes, okay. Where in your body are you feeling it? Like my stomach, maybe a little bit of my solar plexus, but like, okay, down, down deep, I feel it. Like there's like this core, like yeah, yes, okay, great. Now, what if you crash? Where did you just feel that in your body? Did you just between go like my heart and my throat? <laughs> Literally, yeah, between my heart and my throat. Like it just, it moved up real quick. There you go. Now, you know, it doesn't feel the same, does it? No, no. That's a relationship with your body. That is tuning into vision on a Maya Kosha, which is actually also going to help you with what we just did. I just said, feel into your body. Now, you know, right here, down here is where you feel excitement. You were like, like a ghost kind of like floating up into the air. And then like, but you're going to crash. Boom. It brings you right down that ego really intuition. Now, it, what's interesting about that is like, as I'm getting excited, it's coming from the bottom going up. And when it's and not like, like the, the sensation of excitement's in the lower part of my body. Right. And I'm getting excited. And then as soon as the crash comes, it's like from the top down and pushing it down. So it's really interesting because they actually come from opposite sides. Right. So, so okay. So I'm now let's feel just... into this with okay. this coat. Well, you don't need to, you already know this. I so do, but I just yes. like, no, there's no, you're in your head. There, it's not, there's no question. Cause it's shut up. It's there. I told like, my client I'm going to have one of those eh buttons for her because she's constantly just like, eh, eh. so if I, to you right now, I'm just like, eh, let's do it on something. Let's do it on something else. Let's do it on the fact that there is a person out for you that is, that is out there for you. That is perfect. This person yeah. is beyond your list yet ticks all of your boxes. Okay. If you can see Meredy, I mean, I really think this is a very visual one because what, as a coach, my job is to watch her body because I don't give a fuck what she says. <laughs> I'm watching yeah. her body because her body is yes. telling me everything. Yes. And she was just like, Oh, like in love and like, Oh my God. And she closed her eyes and you could see it was all dreamy. Now yeah. I'm going to be like your kind of ex is like that person doesn't want you. <laughs> How does that feel? Meredy? Is that hitting on your intuition? Like, oh, you're right. No, no. it fucking goes up here to like, oh my God, back down again. Again, your body does the same thing. So now yeah. all I have to do is ask you a question and watch you. And if you go, oh, then I know the answer is yes. Or like yeah. move forward. And if you go, 
then I know your body. Now it's time for you to know your body. Yeah. And then there's no, there's no more guessing. There's a shut the fuck up brain. Yeah. Mind. I'm done. Stop listening to your fear because your fear is in your mind. And that I feel like is the perfect place for us to bring this to a close because this whole thing has been super amazing, especially for me. And <laughs> truly, 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 I feel like ending it with the fear you feel is only in your brain. So stop fucking thinking about it and let your body tell you the answer. Is yeah. that all of the koshas, Lynn? There's one more kosha. It's okay, called Anandamaya kosha. It's your bliss body. And actually, that's the last kosha. It fits within all the other koshas. And it is the part that you connect with when you're in tune with all the other koshas. And that's what you will experience when you work with this gentleman, when you continue to follow your body and the wisdom that you have, when you're taking care of yourself, like all the koshas are integrated, you will feel bliss, which is what we talked about. Remember I said one of the yamas versus, or one of the niyamas, basically one of the limbs of yoga talks about like different ways that we're supposed to live. And one of the ways that supposed to for a meaningful and happy life. And one of that, uh, one of the niyamas is called Santosha and it's contentment. Rather than living the roller coaster life, we want to live it like less roller coastery. And when we find contentment, we will feel pure bliss. And that's what we touch upon when we hit that state. And I do feel like even just this conversation has brought me to a place in this where that's, I feel like that's where I'm headed. If not already starting to feel the sensation of what it's going to look like working with this guy. I am so excited and I'm so glad that we did this conversation today. And I can't wait to share our my journey with you guys while we yes. go through this. Yes. I'll be meeting with him every single week, which will give us more content to come to you guys totally, with as well. Totally, totally. So All right. thanks, awesome. Jamie. Thank you. And thank everyone for joining us today, you guys. We really appreciate all of the people. There was four people consistently on our live today, watching probably from start to finish. Um, but it did range between four and like eight people today. So pretty consistent. And we appreciate all of you guys who download and listen. So thank you. We will continue to do this because it feels good for us both. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this spirited journey today. We hope you enjoyed diving into the world of self-improvement with us. Two sisters who found their own unique paths. Remember, life is a tapestry of experiences and it's how we embrace them that makes all the difference. So whether you're on your yoga mat, exploring mindfulness or simply navigating life's twists and turns, always keep that spirit and sass alive. We are Kalin and Nerdy Lockoff and we're here to remind you that happiness and abundance are within reach. Stay connected with us on social media and keep those questions and stories coming. We love hearing from you. Until next time, beautiful souls, keep doing the work, keep sharing your experiences, and keep living a life that's authentically you. And never forget to add a little extra sass to your day. Spirit and sass, always. Oh, 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 oh,